And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, I've invited back Mark. Now, Mark is a multifamily investor. He is a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. He actually serves the Lifestyles Unlimited community as a multifamily mentor, and he's just an all-around great guy. Last time I had Mark on the show was a little over a year ago, maybe about a year and a half ago. And at that time, Mark had just finished selling the third of five multifamily apartment communities. So what we're going to do on today's show is we're going to get back inside of his head. We're going to figure out why he's doing what he's doing now with multifamily. We're going to find out whether or not that's a shift from what he was doing previously. And I'm going to ask him a question that's going to embarrass him. So with no further ado, let me bring my, my Navy veteran friend, Mark, back to the show. Mark, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Al, and uh, looking forward to our conversation. Are you ready for the embarrassing question? Because I think we just ought to just get that out of the way right up front. Oh, boy. All right. Shoot away. Okay. Here it comes. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we taught you that you could get yourself retired in five years or less. But I'm looking at the data, Mark, and it took you five years and one month. Can you explain yourself? <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you what, Al. Um, actually, after about three years, I was in a position where I could retire and uh, I was able to do both at the same time, uh, have a great job and uh, do this uh, both passive and lead investing. And so uh, the extra month, though, I will say at that five year point when I was ready to leave because I wanted to stick to that roadmap, um, COVID hit. So I wanted to make sure, you know, the world was in a good place before <laughs> before I left. Yeah, COVID kind of screwed up a lot of stuff for all of us. I mean, how did you guys do in Arizona? Did you guys get the crazy uh, routine like California got, or are you a little bit closer to how we were operating in Texas? No, we are definitely more on the, the Texas side uh, as far as, you know, being a little bit more re realistic on, on how we operate and uh, keeping businesses, you know, open to the, the best you could. So it uh, we got through it like everybody else. But, um, yeah, not not something we want to do again. Yeah, and I don't want to go back and revisit the whole COVID thing. I, I know that in the, the apartment industry, we had to react to all kinds of changes and rules and regulations on how we could treat people, how we could operate with them, so to speak. And, and it put some business rules into place that I think most of those business rules have, have been stripped off by now, have they not? Well, we definitely uh, learned some new practices um, with COVID, and that was good. But, yeah, it's a lot of the restrictions as far as, uh, you know, some of going, entering uh, units, things like that have relaxed a bit. But, um, you know, not some of the best practices from COVID are, are still in existence. What, what kind of best practices did, did you come up with, by the way? I'm just kind of curious. Well, I, you know, some of the areas around just even collections and, uh, you know, not having to, to handle money, things like that, that created more efficiencies. So, so that was definitely a plus there. 
And, uh, you know, just uh, some of the uh, other areas as far as uh, cleanliness and just, you know, keeping uh, more of a germ-free environment, keeping our, our tenants safe, you know, some of those practices uh, just made sense to, to keep in place. Yeah, I agree with those practices. I, I think those practices should have been in place before COVID. Unfortunately, it took COVID for us to get there. Now, what I want to do, Mark, is I want to I want to talk about your investing strategies. Now, now back when you got started with Lifestyles Unlimited back in 2015, you initially thought you were going to do single family investments, but you you made a decision to go into multifamily. Now that we've were what eight years in the future from that that decision point, do you have any regrets? I do not. Um, I followed the roadmap and advice of the mentors. And kind of to your point, when I joined, I had six single family houses. I sold three right away based on the recommendation of uh, the mentors, which was really just looking at the numbers and moved that into passive investing. And then I ended up selling the last three um, over time and closed on the last single family in 2019 and redeployed that equity into multifamily. And how's the ride been so far? I mean, you've retired yourself. How's how's the lifestyle? Oh, it's great. Um, I mean, I set my own schedule. Um, it's kind of fun when you set up a vacation. I don't really need to <laughs> go, you know, request time off from my boss or anything. Or if I want to go out to a lunch or whatever I want to do, I, I don't need to sit there and, you know, let my uh, senior manager know where I'm going or what I'm doing. Tell me about how corporate America just wasn't doing for you what Lifestyles Unlimited ultimately opened the doors for you. Sure. When I started in corporate America, it was a very exciting transition from the Navy, much different type of uh, atmosphere, you know, work environment. And uh, I really did enjoy it. Um, I was a, a sales engineer and uh, got promoted uh, several times and had to move the family, um, which was exciting when you're younger. Um, but after a while, I realized uh, each promotion, you, know, you got a little bit of pay bump, some extra stock, and uh, it just sort of became uh, a, a grind in a sense where uh, you were asked to do more and more, work more and more um, for just a little bit more pay. And then I started looking at the big picture where I was going with my retirement. And, you know, it just wasn't growing uh, quite fast enough. And uh, I started looking probably 10 years in, you know, what else can I do differently? Uh, I wanted to find a way to have my own business, but it's difficult because you're in a higher salary position and to take that jump to cut that off and, and start a business is it's very nerve wracking and it, it takes a lot of time and money. So finding a way off that treadmill was really my goal. Did you get off the treadmill? So once I joined uh, Lifestyles in 2015, I really saw a path where I could be buying single family houses or apartments and investing and creating that kind of that that second uh, leg, so to speak, of income. And that's where I saw it grow over time, uh, first as a passive investor and then really take off as a lead investor. And it gave me that that dual income, so to speak, where I have this corporate income, and then I've got this uh, real estate-driven uh, cash flow coming in. And it just gave me great confidence and comfort knowing that I had a, a future and the ability to leave corporate America you know, when I was ready. How, how old are you today, Mark? I am 55 years old and uh, still, 
still engaged in real estate just because I love it and helping people. But, uh, yeah, at this point, it's uh, there's enough saved and uh, invested where I've got the cash flows, you know, to, to live and uh, comfortably for the rest of my life. So I'm going to take you back to your 47th birthday because that was the year you decided to join Lifestyles Unlimited. Now we we know your results. I mean, you're 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 the proud owner currently of what 255 units as a lead investor. You've got well over 3,500 units under your belt as a passive investor. You're heavily invested in multifamily. But there are people listening to us right now that are the age of around 47 years of age that are thinking that what you did was extremely risky. It was extremely against conventional wisdom. What would you say to people like that? I would say that you need to have faith in the roadmap. Um, I mean, it's not just me that has gone down this road and been successful. There's uh, hundreds and hundreds of other members or even thousands that have followed this roadmap and really created that snowball effect with the money they started with and kept growing it and growing it and got to a point where their net worth uh, covered their expenses with the cash flow. When you made the decision to leave corporate America, did, did the people that you knew back in those, those days, did they think you were absolutely nuts or did they think you won the lottery? What was going on? I think a lot of them um, I had been friends with for a long time. Some of them knew what I was doing. But, yeah, to answer your question, uh, I think some of them thought I was just going back into this other job of some sort but didn't really understand what it was. Um, and, you know, I it, if they asked, I certainly helped them to uh, understand and engage. Uh, a couple of them actually did. Um, but. Yeah, it was, uh, I think, a bit of a shock to some of my coworkers, and uh, I still talk to some of them, and they're still, you know, working towards uh, uh, more real estate investing. I remember from the last time you were on the show, we were talking about your beautiful daughters, and one of the things that you were concerned about was being able to be in a position to to provide for their futures, whether it was going to college, was it whether it was paying for weddings, that type of thing. Have you been able to put all of those concerns to rest? Oh, absolutely. In fact, my uh, oldest daughter, Layla, is uh, a senior in high school, and we've been visiting multiple college campuses. And uh, the beauty is uh, we can afford any school she wants. Uh, we're just trying to make the right uh, choice as far as uh, the cost versus the return. But as far as paying for college, I, I have lots of friends who set up their um, you know, government accounts to save for college, putting a little bit away each paycheck. Um, I simply did invest it in my own deal and you know, more than doubled my money, which easily pays for the most expensive college in the U.S. So what's she thinking about studying? She's actually, uh, she's done the two-day at LU um, and invested uh, in her first passive property. So she is learning real estate. At the same time, her interest is in biology, uh, perhaps being either a vet or marine biology. So she's still determining that, but basically major in biology and uh, minor in business. Man, I, I love that. She's able to pursue what, what she wants to do, yet she still has her feet grounded 
in real estate and you've opened the door for, I mean, this is, this is completely different from our lives. When, when you made the decision to go to college and I made the decision to go to college. Now I, I, don't, I don't know your story a hundred percent. I know you went to the Naval Academy, but for me, I could not get into college unless I had a scholarship. The only way I could afford to go to the school that I went to was to get one of those army ROTC scholarships. And that's what paid my way. Is that why you went to the Naval Academy? Yeah, I was in a, a similar situation. I could go to a, a state school, um, but I ended up attending the you know the best school I got into, and it just so happened that I also had a hundred percent scholarship to go there, so it worked out well, and I enjoyed studying engineering. So that was my situation at the time, but um, I really just had that vision of I needed to get that college degree to make more money and save for my retirement. Yeah, you and I were we were taught the same thing. We're, we're cut from the same cloth, if you will. But I'm just I'm just elated to hear that you've been able to create opportunities for your children that may not have been there five years ago. When we come back from the break, we're going to get inside of his head and get into the numbers. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Right now, we're coming upon a great opportunity. It's that time in which you're going to find that the marketplace is changing and it is shifting to a buyer's market away from a seller's market. Number one, the brokers don't want you to know that. They're going to do everything they can do to keep you from believing the truth. Number two, the sellers don't want to believe it, although in the back of their minds, they know it. Now, that doesn't mean everybody will crater for you, but some people are going to be in those situations where they have to negotiate for deals, and you've got to be there. Now, if you're not there, you won't get one. Join us for the free online workshop and we'll show you how to be in the right place at the right time in any market cycle. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's weird because Mark's on the show with me. Now, Mark is a successful real estate investor, and in full disclosure, I have to tell you that I have invested money with Mark. That, that doesn't mean that Lifestyles Unlimited had anything to do with the business transaction between Mark and I. It is strictly a transaction between the two of us. One of the misconceptions that are out there is that when you join an organization like Lifestyles Unlimited and you, you get integrated into the organization, and let's say you start getting involved with the syndication of real estate, which is what Mark has done, which is what I have done. Lifestyles Unlimited has no place in the offerings that are made available amongst the members. I want to be very clear about that. So, so Lifestyles Unlimited doesn't tell me what to invest in, and Lifestyles Unlimited doesn't tell Mark what to invest in. What Mark does is Mark is a lead investor. So what he seeks out 
are properties that fit his portfolio criteria. And because he is interested in having other Lifestyles Unlimited members invest in those securities with him, he makes those offerings available. Now, we have to do everything absolutely legally. We have to follow SEC law and regulations, and we do it to a T because we don't want to run afoul of the government. Once we do all of that, we have the opportunity to share information. And Mark had an offering that he made available not too long ago. It was at the end of 2021. And it was an offering that came to me. And I said, this fits what Tina and I are trying to do with our portfolio. So we, we asked if we could invest with him. And Mark said, yes, you can invest. So we invested money with him. Now, in full disclosure, I'll just I'll just tell him, Mark, that I, I sent you $100,000. That's what, what I offered for investment, and you accepted the $100,000 into the deal. Now, recently, I received a K-1 from you that showed that I lost $65,000. Now, you and I both know I haven't lost a dime, but can you explain to our listeners why I would invest $100,000 into a property or properties, because there's multiple assets in this investment portfolio, how is it that I take a loss in the first year of the investment? Sure. Uh, that is one of the beauties of uh, investing in real estate, and it's really required by the uh, IRS. And what we are doing is uh, working with uh, specialized consultants, and uh, they're able to do what's called a cost segregation study. And they look at the property itself, and typically with uh, uh, multifamily on a straight line depreciation. It's 27 and a half years, but you're actually able to uh, take parts of that property and uh, do accelerated depreciation, uh, five-year, seven-year, and 15-year components, and you can take that depreciation all in year one. So we end up uh, looking at the property, uh, working with a consultant, and uh, writing off uh, for depreciation what we legally can do and what the IRS uh, requires us to do. And that's really what happens, and that that uh, loss on paper will offset uh, gains. So that's one of the uh, big advantages with uh, uh, both multifamily and single-family uh, real estate investing. Yeah, what I loved about getting that K-1 was that I had sold a property, a single-family house, in 2022, and as part of that sale, I had moved the tax liability from another property into that particular property. Now, when I sold that property, I made a gain. I took about, I don't know, about $70,000 in a gain off the sale. So the beautiful thing for me when I received that K-1 is that you pretty much wiped out all of my tax liability for that house. And I got to say thank you for doing that, Mark. I really appreciate that. You're absolutely welcome. And I actually had a similar thing. I sold a property and I needed to offset some of those gains. And that's the beauty of uh, with real estate investing is I was able to offset a lot of those gains uh, for last year's tax purposes. So one, one of the questions I love to ask all of my guests is, do you, do you happen to know what your effective tax rate is by any chance? Boy, um, it's uh, very, very low, uh, single digits. It's, I'm able every year to really offset um, the gains I've had over the last you know, five, six years um, with all my uh, real estate investing. So it's, I, I probably couldn't even tell you, it's single digits. It's, it's, it's so low, it's, it's almost not measurable. It's that low. Correct. 
Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Now, there are people out there listening to us thinking that we're going to get the Al Capone treatment from the IRS. But this is all completely legal. I mean, what you're doing is legal. What I'm doing is legal. We're just following tax law. So there's no reason for the IRS to send their 86,000 new agents to your house or my house, correct? Uh, correct. Yes, it's it's a requirement from the IRS to take that uh, depreciation on your real estate now, I also have to point out that that neither you nor I are tax professionals. I'm not a CPA. I, I don't even play one on the radio. I know you're not a CPA. Are you a CPA, Mark? I am not, but uh, I definitely work with uh, a couple CPAs to make sure everything is done correctly. Oh, so you have CPAs on your team that provide you advice. Absolutely. Um, that's the best part is uh, building your team and having the experts around you so that you can consult with them, uh, make sure everything's done correctly, and also plan uh, what you're doing next and having that ability to, uh, to look forward. So, so who else do you have on this team of yours? I mean, CPAs are important, but they don't do all the heavy lifting. Who are the key elements that you have as part of your team? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, multifamily is a team sport, no doubt. Uh, the biggest players are your attorneys. Uh, you have a contract attorney, SEC attorney. Um, you've got lenders, very critical partner. Uh, they're the ones who have the most money in the, the property itself. Uh, you've got your your mentors, your operations consultants uh, within lifestyles. Uh, you've got brokers that are bringing you the deals and working with them. And on top of that, you've got all your uh, passive investors. So you couldn't fund the deal. I mean, I don't go to the ATM and pull out $10 million to close on a property. I, you know, work with uh, my investors and uh, collectively we pull our money together to, to put these deals together. So it's a lot of players um, to make these uh, deals happen. And uh, it all kind of comes together at the end when you close on it. How do you handle property management? Do you, do you outsource to a third party or do you own your own management company? I outsource to a third party management company. And uh, so with them, uh, we're really partners. We talk uh, multiple times every week, uh, have weekly meetings. And just to make sure that we're measuring all the key indicators and staying on track with our, our overall strategy for each property that we own. You you lived in the Phoenix metropolitan area for a long period of time. You left for a while to go someplace else, but then you, you went back. Has Phoenix grown? Yeah, I would say uh, that's an understatement uh, regarding Phoenix. I first moved in uh, 95 and uh, boy, you can really see the change just with all the expansion, the new highways. But uh yeah, overall, um, the Phoenix population, it's uh, in Maricopa County. Maricopa County has been the uh, number one growth rate over the last decade, um, almost 17% growth. You guys are also attracting big-name organizations to, to the Phoenix area. Why, why do you think these big corporate entities are going there? Boy, there's a lot of reasons um, for, uh, you know, the economics around Phoenix. Um, part of it is just a, a good business environment, low tax rates. Um, we've got, you know, that political environment that's welcoming for uh, businesses. And uh, we've also got a, a younger, educated um, job force as well. If you're so bullish on the Arizona marketplace, why do you invest in other parts of the country? 
Well, that's one of the strategies I have um, as a passive investor is diversifying, you know, the multifamily into other states and uh, just to create a little, you know, change in pace because every uh, city has its own uh, cycle. Uh, usually you've got, you know, major economic cycles going on, obviously, but then real estate is kind of submarket by submarket. Uh, a lot of that's driven by, you know, the, the inventory coming in. So having a diversification with different cities uh, kind of helps smooth everything out for me. And uh, I know these areas that other leads that I've invested with, uh, they're, they're good assets and they're in good areas. Now, all of your uh, lead deals are in the Arizona marketplace. Do I have that correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, it's it's just easier for me to uh, manage. It's a you know twenty minute drive to my properties, and I can keep a close eye on them. Now, earlier in the show, we talked about the housing shortage that's affecting the entire United States, and, and you guys experienced that same problem in Arizona. How do you, as a lead investor, help eliminate the housing shortage? Well, with the the housing shortage, I mean, we're, we look to create, um, you know, good, clean housing. We renovate uh, old units and, you know, build out a, a nice community for families to move into. And, and that's really where we try and help. Um, on a couple of my properties, I've added some units uh, or converted them, um, and then those filled up right away. So the demand is still there, and, you know, we just really want to provide a clean place for, you know, folks to live in. What are, what are rents doing in the Arizona marketplace? So it's a very interesting question. Um, we had just extreme growth from uh, end of uh, 2020 through 22, um, in fact, highest in the country. And now investors look at that from a construction standpoint. We've had a large construction pipeline come in, although that those forecasts are off by about 30%. Uh, some of those projects have been pushed out. Some have been canceled. And a lot of that's due to supply chain constraints and also inflation on the cost of materials. But uh, kind of to circle back on that, um, with that inventory coming in, that kind of slows down that rent growth. Um, we're still seeing rent growth in you know certain submarkets where uh, they were kind of behind on the rents. But, you know, over the next 18 months, it'll probably be, you know, pretty tame uh, from anywhere from zero to three, four percent growth. Now, you also act as a key principle for some other Lifestyles Unlimited members. Can, can you tell me what that key principle role is all about? Sure. Uh, you know, it's something that um, it, it's an ability to give back as well uh, to help some of the newer investors uh, as a key principle. Um, there's a few things. Uh, bringing your uh, net worth and liquidity to the lender uh, helps get into uh, helps newer leads to get into uh, bigger properties, and then also experience with lenders helps. And then also, you know, just having some of that market knowledge and being a partner with them um, as they do their first or, or second or third property, and it allows them to, you know, have have more confidence in the deal with the lender. And, you know, being a partner in the deal as well. 
Yeah, I, I think that key principle thing is is a beautiful thing, and within the lifestyles unlimited community, it's it's not something that is is taken for granted. It's something that's appreciated. For instance, my my son Jonathan, he's twenty five, and when he gets back from from his overseas deployment, we intend to get him focused on being a lead because that's what we were supposed to do before he got deployed. Um, but he doesn't have the net worth in order to take down his first apartment community, but by Partnering with somebody like you who has the the net worth and the potential liquidity, you bring that to the table, which which allows my son to be able to cross the threshold with the lenders, because now all of a sudden there's somebody in the game that has something potentially at risk. So the lenders feel more comfortable with that. Is that is that a fair analysis? Absolutely. Yes. And, uh, you know, and it also can help get better loan terms as well or. Uh, you know, a loan that a lender may not have wanted to do, but with as a you know having a key principle long, uh, it opens up more doors, more options on on the lending environment. What would you say to anybody that's listening to us that thinks we're nuts? <laughs> well, um, I would say you should continue to talk to other members who are real estate investors, whether in lifestyles or out of lifestyles, and help you know, educate yourself and understand the benefits of investing in real estate. But really, to invest in real estate, you need that education. You need to have experts around you. And that's what Lifestyles really brings, is that network of experts uh, to help you get to where you want to go. Yeah, Mark, you're you're one of those experts that are out there that helps the membership, and I want to thank you so much for for doing that. I also want to thank you for taking time out of your your busy schedule, even though you control 100% of your time, to spend some time with me on the radio, because I know that the words that you have spoken today have resonated with somebody. There's somebody out there that finally realizes that everything we talk about on this radio show isn't a pipe dream. It's absolutely true it's absolutely obtainable and that they could do it too i think one of the biggest problems that they have is maybe they have fear holding them back what would you say about overcoming fear i would say um educate yourself so you know where you're getting into but have faith in the uh the lifestyles map um i honestly my first investment i was a little fearful but as things progressed i became very confident and got over it very quickly Yeah, and you're like totally retired and totally living the lifestyle. Look, if you want to do it too, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.